<laughs> Hello, welcome to Girl in the Valley. It is Wednesday. Houston is playing the Warriors and the Warriors will win the finals, so it doesn't really matter the score right now, but we're here at the Four Seasons in Palo Alto. I'm here with my consultant, Everett, who you all know. I'm also here with author Steve Canal and Grace Lee out of Atlanta. <laughs> Welcome! That's what you're knowing now, Grace Lee know. I'm like, Atlanta. You told me she runs Atlanta, so... <laughs> I'm excited about that because I'm going to head out to Atlanta. I keep saying Please that. Please come. I would Please. love to. I have, I actually have a great friend out there who has a podcast, and they're kind of like socialites. They're always somewhere. So I'm like, I should go hang out with them. Love you should. Time. I you know. definitely should. And you I'm might like, not leave, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of those stories. <laughs> That's okay. Can I work at your restaurant? <laughs> I can get you a job. <laughs> yeah. Well... We are here um, together tomorrow in San Jose. Steve is having an event. It is business and beer or beer yeah. and business. Yeah. When everybody, all anybody that listens to me knows I love beer. I live for beer. Do so you? the beer is the future with oh, me. This is awesome. So I was like, I'm going to an event and it's business and, and beer. Yeah, we're going to talk Jeez. about the good, bad, and ugly <laughs> yeah. of entrepreneurship and professional development over a beer. So we'll have a lot it's of It's going to be the greatest event ever. <laughs> and if you want to join me, be sure to hit me on the DM and I'll give you those. Um, Ooh, the DM. The DM. <laughs> I do get a lot Ooh. of DMs, but I did post it on my story and on my uh, feed and I will post it again. But come meet us. Come, come learn something. Out. Come meet somebody. Get out of your house. It's a Thursday night. It's going to be fun. I'll be there with my consultant. <laughs> and we're going to vibe out. And I'm really excited about that. Six so. to nine. Yeah, I'll post it. Don't you worry, and I'll write a bunch of people that should be going. But make sure you hit her on the DM. It sounds, <laughs> sounds more of a VIP experience. It's like a, it's like a rap song. You can hit me in, in the, the DM. DM. Don't say anything nasty. <laughs> Anybody that writes me something gross, I'm like, thank you for your feedback. <laughs> it's the greatest response. Because yeah, usually is. I want to talk shit and be an asshole, and then I'm like, I can't thank do that. Thank you for your feedback. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. It's the greatest very PC. It's the re greatest reply line ever. <laughs> My sister was like, just write thank you for your... Some guy was like, you don't know shit about nothing. Like when I was talking about dating a lot and just going off on me, and it's like I was ugly and I was this, and I was like... Thank you for your feedback, <laughs> like you fucking asshole. You know who you are. I know you still listen. That's hilarious. So, Steve wrote a book, The Mind of a Winner. And this book was shipped to me last week, and I kind of had to cram it in a sense, which you know I do. And I love this book because if you've been listening, you know I was about to delete and leave y'all because I was just done with dramatizing my life and you are now all on this journey with me about personal growth and you all know that community is the most important thing to me and networking and vibing out and helping people and being happy whatever it takes and this book you can open any page and it will give you some positive aspect to do so yes and what made you write this book you know, I've been fortunate enough to meet some amazing people in my life, work with some amazing Two people chains in my life. is in the book. <laughs> Two chains. <laughs> work, work with some amazing people and you know, we've had a lot of conversations where we just sit down and just chop it up and talk. Um, and I 
felt like it'd be selfish of me if I didn't package it all and put it in a book and share it with the world because it's rare for people to get access to certain minds. Right. You know, you could Google somebody, you could read their bio, you could listen to their music, watch a TV show, you know, but how many times can you actually get deep down inside of their journey? You know, when they failed, how they overcame failure, you know, and how they maintained success over time. So I wanted to share that. And I thank you. Because this book was pretty fucking awesome. And it's there's a couple people from the Shark Tank. There's two chains. Yeah, yeah. Everett's from, Where's Everett from? Everett Taylor is from uh, Virginia, but he lives out in L.A. now. Um, he's a serial is, entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, okay. Forbes, you know, considers him a millennial genius. We got Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, who's the biggest real estate agent and company in New York at the time. Damon John from Shark Tank. Yes. You know, so we have a lot of... Cool if you're watching the NBA Finals right now, Kenny Smith is in there from inside the NBA on TNT with him, Charles Barkley, and Shaq, um, two-time champion. So there's a lot of great people. You know, Swing Cash, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Oh, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> she hit me with a one-liner, and I was like, I love her. <laughs> so, you know, just wanted to make sure I, I got that insight, got those methodologies and common threads and put them in a story format where I was telling their story. And that was really cool. And I think we talked about this earlier that all these people are successful. They all right. have overcome so much, but they've all done it so differently that it makes it very relatable. Right. It makes it exciting to read. I mean, and my listeners know I'm on this journey and a lot of them tell me that I say some shit that you shouldn't, but somebody should, <laughs> and that I should have a TV show, which I'm going to have. Right. And it's exciting to read those stories that happen even with grace i mean your story kind of rocked me tonight just you are a business owner you are pretty much a vc in a sense would you say i mean you're an investor and you kind of don't even know how you got there like people are like why did you start a podcast I'm like, i don't have a fucking clue There's i mean no i do i'm a reason and i think that's the greatest story it is so to be able to open a book and you know, six at my six six month mark, I was like, "This is a wrap, and I'm done." Thank God I pushed through that. But then I have that reassurance from your book, where it's like failure is part of the journey, and not knowing what's going to happen, and the faith, and the prayer, and all these things that come together, they build the greatest story because we don't know what the story is. Well, him being an author is so cool because I remember talks and talks and talks of him telling me about the book, and then. As he kept editing and editing, and even I came to New York one time, he took me to his friend's office in Harlem, and while his friend and I were talking, he was editing the book, and just hearing and talking to him throughout the process, and then when the book dropped, the first day for it to be, like, number one on Amazon, as a friend, oh. and as a witness to see that, pumped for someone who didn't go to school for journalism. Like, it's so cool to see that. No, like, that's it's amazing. It's so, so dope. And I remember all of our conversations while you were writing the book and editing the book. Yeah. And then I just remember that first day, and I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, it, you know, it was, it was an amazing process. But going back to what you said about failure, you know, it's not just failure. It's, it's learning the lesson from failure. You know, because you can fail, but some people continue making the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again. But they don't learn the lesson. Right. You know, they don't learn how they got over the hurdle. Right. Or how they got around the speed bump. You know, it's, you know, continuing to do the same thing. So when you learn that lesson, it enhances your growth 
for the next time. You know, um, in the book we talk about um, when I was sitting with Damon and, you know, when you try one door and it's, it's locked and it's not, it doesn't open, there's a thousand other doors that you can try. Right. And eventually one of them is going to open. But you have to keep trying. You know, and like you said, you got to the six-month mark and you're ready to give up. That was like door 500, you know. And you had one more to go and then you're like, oh, shit, the breath of fresh air. <laughs> For and sure. like, I could For do sure. this still, you know. I'm on this. So you also have a company, The Brand Executive. Yeah, The Brand Executive. So to a girl in the valley, do you have any <laughs> first steps advice? I mean, I'm doing this on my own. I'm trying to figure out the next step. What do you, I mean, to anybody starting something new, what is that one thing you can say you got to do this and you got to figure it out and you got to know it and do it backwards and then go to the next step? Well, you hit one of them, which was, you know, doing it backwards and just doing it is studying your craft. You have to fully understand the industry, what makes people tick. Um, you have to understand your audience, what they appreciate about your content and your show and double down and give them more of it, you know? Y'all can't know that much about me. <laughs> Y'all are nasty. And then, you know, but the number one rule is, is find your purpose. Why are you doing it? I'm pretty sure when you first started, you know, you wanted to share information and stories about relationships, dating, and you just wanted to get it out so other people can learn those experiences as well. There was a vision and purpose behind it. So have your purpose and have your vision of why you want to do something and do it because you're passionate about it and you care and you love it opposed to trying to do it for money and i think well this podcast ain't making no money <laughs> but i think that that's why it took a big turn because i was like i think i'm a i take that back i know i'm a big voice it resonates with people people write me all day long about being relatable and i just couldn't feed something else and Dating isn't my background. Dating isn't important to me. Dating isn't what I speak about the most of my life. It's right. about if you put me anywhere, I will make friends with somebody. I am a social butterfly. I'm like, who are you? One of my best friends, I met him at a bar. He's like brilliant and has expanded my mind more than I can even imagine. But those are the things I treasure right. is meeting people and learning more and being more and then making these connections and be like, this is my friend Steve. And like, <laughs> he's so dope and he has this and this and this and seeing what opportunities that opens for the both of you. Right. So I think that's when I turned and I was like, okay, cool. Six months was dope. Fuck all these dudes I've been talking about. Like it was funny for sure. Like let's laugh about it, but what am I doing? And I think Swin Cash <laughs> the purpose is bigger than the moment right. and I think that for me I was like I have to and we were talking about this on the write up I have to write a bio about myself what is my purpose who am I and that's really difficult but I know it's not talking about fucking dating in the Silicon Valley don't do it <laughs> move to Atlanta <laughs> don't move to Atlanta <laughs> not today okay. not for that I don't know where you're going but Start a business. Be happy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely bigger than the moment. Your purpose is bigger than the moment. Um, and that's when you can overcome certain things or, you know, that those tough times when you're experiencing them and you feel like, all right, what is life about? You know, when you understand what you're doing it for, you can answer that question. 
and, and, I it ke- and it keeps you moving forward. It definitely. I think I even do it for these moments, meeting people, <laughs> learning more, talking about your butt, like driving here, every even meeting Anaton, and I know I'm like I'm so nervous, yeah. which I don't get very nervous <laughs> in general, but. I think it's because it's almost scary because I don't know what door may open. Yeah. But I also love the unknown. That's so exciting. So I'm so fear, fucked up in that sense where it's exciting. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know why I get nervous, but I was so nervous. That's usually that's usually it. When people public speak, it's fear of the unknown. You know, it's just not knowing how the crowd's gonna respond. Sometimes you might not know the content you're about to present all the way through so you fear you might make a mistake or say something wrong it's like it's that fear of response and how people are going to judge you and when you're passionate and you love something I don't think that matters it doesn't matter because people are going to feel it you can go up there and say monkey balls <laughs> jumping off of a, the zoo and people are going to just be st- lock, locked in because they know there's more that's about to come you know but they're, 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 in, they're in tune with you and that's what it's about. It's not just about just the words. They're in tune with the passion and the energy. Because people feed off that. People need that energy. That's how they can get up and do what they're trying to do the next day or that same day. It's because they're getting that en- energy. You know, it's hard. A lot of people don't have that internal battery to charge themselves enough to get up and do this every single day. That's why you have to turn on your social media and watch a Gary Vee or watch a Damon or Gary do this. V. Because it's hard to charge yourself up. Or open the mind of a winner. Or open the mind I of mean, a winner, you know? And that's what it's about. It's, you know, I, I want to share these stories to give people that, that internal battery that once they get it, now it's a reusable battery within themselves that they can continue charging themselves and not have to always look external to get that source. Okay, so for a guy who can feed that energy and give so much insight and positive vibes, what's your next Wait. step? <laughs> I mean, what did you ever see this end game or you're you just chasing the unknown all the time? That's what that's what pushes me to continue going. Yeah. Because that is totally this, fucking this world, feel it. this world is a big place. 100%. And we're just scratching the surface. You know, um, with the amount of people we're helping right now, that's why I turned the Mind of a Winner to a nonprofit. You know, so right now with the with the Mind of a Winner, I'm working on this amazing app that's going to give people access. It's not just about you know, hey, can I get some funding to do this or that? No, I'm giving you access to people that you that you're reading in the book that you can actually get on the phone and talk to about a business plan. I can call two chains. You can call two chains. (laughs) I'm a fan. It's, it's, but that's what the platform is. I want to put people in a position to become the CEO of their own personal brand. That's what the brand executive is about. It's about giving you the tools I, to become your own personal CEO. So if you want to be the best chef, if you want to be the best photographer, if you want to be the best whatever, the best mom, the best dad, we're giving you the tools to become that. I love that. As I think about my brand, it's definitely gave me some juice because I'm like, this just got to be rad. And now, reading this book for a week, I'm like, <laughs> it's, it, not that it's easy, but it's that, like, little push you need. It's that little, like, positive reinforcement that, like, yeah. those thoughts that I've had are normal. Yes, they and are. And people have pushed through them. Yes, they are. It's the hardest part is a lot of people have a lot of, a lot of ideas, a lot of people want to do, but the hardest thing is actually pushing through and actually doing 
you know, taking that step. And I was a bear witness to that. My dad was brilliant, fucking brilliant, but he never stuck to one thing. And I think that's why I stick to this yeah. because with it being the unknown, like, un, like I never imagined this. I never saw this picture here. I never imagined meeting Grace. That if I stick with this, what else could possibly fucking happen? I'm seven months deep, I think. I, I think I'm, se I'm seven months. It's seven months. I'm like, what else could happen? Yeah. In seven months, my life has completely changed. And this is only the beginning. Think, of, think about it. Think about how long it takes, usually, typically, you know, a big business or a personal brand to become what it is. I always use Jay-Z as an example. It took Jay-Z 15 years to become Jay-Z. It didn't happen overnight. There's so much instant gratification and instant Well, it's right because now. we see it on social media, which is something see, you talk about. Exactly. So we see this false sense of reality because we see the end game, we don't but we see. don't see what they did to get to that part and they get to that point. And that can be frustrating for people because they feel as if they just woke up one day, started posting some stuff, and they're selling million dollars worth of T-shirts online. Right. I mean, not knowing that you know the grind of you know selling shirts on the streets or going to different boutiques and trying to get them get to buy in inventory sure. and going to you know fashion you know uh, uh, exhibits. So there's a lot of work that goes into it that people don't see in it, and it becomes upsetting for them because they feel like, well, why am I not successful now? Well, for sure, everybody wants instant gratification, <clears throat> and I totally fucking it's not blame reality social media but i have built my own business it took i met nine years nine years i think it took me six years to pull those top six figures and like be like fuck yeah i did this on my own but i find myself with the podcast being very impatient and your book has reminded me that patience is something that i need to work on so bad and really focus on i mean passion patience prayer Yep. What do you do? What do you say to me when I, I guess I say to myself that I sit here and I just let it happen? But what is something you can tell me that helps me just fucking ground out a little bit? <clears throat> that you're a lot further than you were yesterday and the day before and the day before. <laughs> you're so right. Right? He's so smart. It's like we, what we don't do is appreciate the steps whether it's big or small we have to appreciate all steps so even if it's making a new contact today or getting a new interview or meeting somebody new like that's enhancing your position in life and it just gives you more access in life and you're like, right like i just said like you can call atlanta and you can get access to anything in atlanta if you're coming to new york you're one phone call away to get an access to you know so it's just like that like you just got two new points of contact that are heavy within different industries in two different states that has brought in your your, your, your list. You and know? you're right. I just actually was confirmed I'm going to be in the Metro, which is our Silicon Valley pa weekly paper. It's the place to go to find out what's happening and what's new and everywhere to go. And I, I'm like... What's next? I yeah. mean, I haven't even settled in that. I mean, they're like, write a bio about yourself. And I'm like... See, those, those, those are the things we need to appreciate. appreciate. It's You're like right. we look at like sports figures and I think it kind of ruins it because 
they look at just the championship and that's the big celebration. Steph Curry wasn't very well known when he was playing on them right. Warriors way before. So you have to Monte Ellis was the right. man. So you have to you have to appreciate the process. He went from It's hard to I think we're always in a hurry especially here in the valley. We are in a hurry. We are con this. I mean fiber optics is through our city. I mean nothing I mean if I have to wait for anything, which is sad. That's how we operate around here. It's just done. And I think that, but it's part of the culture here, but I think it's something we have to be reminded that people are normal, process is normal, like, yeah. almost have to ground yourself into being a human being again around but, here. But you know what? Those who get the instant gratification sometimes it's not here tomorrow because you can't Google experience. You can Google a lot of shit in this world, but you can't Google experience. And the experience is what helps you sustain what you're trying to achieve. Anybody can reach success, but can you sustain it over time? And that's the key. Being able to do it over and over and over and over again for years to come and transform whatever the industry you decide to get into, that experience that you gain, the context you gain, you can't get that overnight. It takes time. It takes time building that correctly and building it right. I hear you. I'm learning so much. I mean, it's so good to sometimes hear it out loud. I... I hurry everything in my life. I have a guy that's going to be on my podcast, and he has huge following, but I almost, like, annoy myself, annoying him, because I'm always like, I need it today, because I, I need you today, but I'm like, he's already said yes. What's a month? What's two months? Like, he lives in, I don't know where the fuck he lives. I think it's New York. So, I'm always trying to hurry things, and almost I forget to appreciate the experience, yeah, which the I've been through some shit, so... My life has been an experience like this, and I think that's what's made me who I am, who I do, I love myself, you know, I, I trust myself, I love myself, and that's taken me a long time to say, but I think that's another reason people write me, is because they crave that, and then, but this is how I learn it, is reading your books, and meeting people, and having experiences, so yeah, you better come to that event tomorrow. <laughs> and, you know, it's okay to want to experience something quicker or faster, but you just need to make sure you're applying the proper tools to enhance that. So, you know, if there's ways to enhance your podcast to get more listeners, um, you know, you can do Facebook ads or Instagram ads. Like, there's things you can do to enhance reach, For sure. you know, that can expedite what you're trying to accomplish. But that takes work to understand and study if you don't have somebody internal that's going to do that for you. Right. You know, so that's that's a part of the process as well, you know. And I think that's because I because I decided to not quit and I decided I'm going to do this and I'm going to learn it all and I'm going to know what's happening. I Now I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, where do I start? And well, don't I forget that right now you can't see it, but the grind is fun. To me, that's that's been the best Part. This girl be owning restaurants and bars out there in Atlanta. But the grind is fun. That's how they talk. <laughs> well, the guy, I met, that's how he talked. Actually, I couldn't understand a goddamn word he said. And he's not from Atlanta. He's from Georgia. Yeah, he's from Georgia for sure. But he lived in Atlanta now. But yeah, fuck you, by the way. Um, <laughs> you know he's still tuning in. You know who the fuck you are. Um, did you bring us wine, or you were just trying wine? Okay, okay. Yeah. The consultant is bringing wine. Job. So, 
I lost my whole train do, of thought. Do, 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 do your listeners people. know who the consultant is? Because I feel it, like they're gonna be on, right. on a quest <laughs> to find Waldo. Like, where the fuck is this consultant? This I need is, to that, find him. That's that part of the process. <laughs> that's part of the process. We'll post a picture on the Instagrams. I'm still trying to figure out who the consultant is. Yeah. He's just my my man. He's my right hand man. He calms me down, gets me places, it connects things. He's I like everything. To put her in that vibe. Yeah. Live in a moment, relax. I got a manager. She manages my chaos, and that's how we're getting in the metro. But yeah. just still trying to figure it out and enjoy it. Enjoy the grind and. Keep the mind of a winner. I, th- I think it's kind of like Anaton's book, The Gray. When I was dating, I would whip it open and be like, okay, I'm not that crazy. So this is what's happening. It's kind of the same thing where I'm like, I want to fucking quit this shit. What am I doing? Why do I even put... My entire life is on the internet. There, I don't hold anything back. So as much as I don't think about that, sometimes I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you can listen to it and know everything about me in a sense and I can open this and be like there is something there's something bigger there's a purpose as Swin said there's a purpose and we're getting there and it's the power the prayer the patience hold my notes passion and I think I do have a passion for connecting with people because I've been like that as long as I can remember I, I go out alone I eat alone it doesn't matter I will leave with five friends because why not? It's We're just important. scratching the surface. Yeah, it's, it's but it's important. really brave of you to, like you said, your whole life is on the internet. Most people on social media, you only get their best representation, their best foot forward. So it's really courageous of you to be so vulnerable because that's probably why you have such a big audience. Thank like, you. They're attracted to you because you're honest. And I think part of it is all the like beautifulness of social media annoys me because everybody's trying to live up with, to it and that part I think is the main reason it annoys me. People are depressed, people can't satisfy, people can't even have self-love because they can't contour their face like Kim Kardashian and I am not hating on her because she's obviously brilliant but if you're always trying to live up to something you're never living in the present. You're never happy. You are chasing something that you shouldn't even be. I think at 36 I've sat back on this journey. I've with the podcast had a lot of self-realizations and a therapy it's been super therapeutic I've struggled many the last year and a half with my dad's passing because he just didn't wake up so that was shocking that it makes me feel like a better person like for me not for anybody else but for me like I can look in the mirror and see my face and be like you're fucking dope and you're pretty and you're like all these things why doesn't everybody feel like that because We are from a creator, I would say one creator, and why can't you just feel yourself, like Mac Dre said, like, and be happy, (laughs) and just kind of like, not, you know, I have friends who only follow these, like, influencers and actresses, and everything is perfect, that they are never fucking happy, that shit breaks my heart. So, me, I'm like this is every day and this is real life and I'm no influencer Kim Kardashian but I'm pretty fucking happy so you can be happy that should be the key to life though is happiness being yeah. able to live every day and know that there's a bigger purpose of why you're doing what you do every day 
but you're enjoying the ride. 100%. Good and bad because you know it's a part of that journey Sorry? and a part of the process. Oh, yeah, sure. And some people are just looking for that gratification because they feel as if that's what life is supposed to be. And it is sad because they're not really getting to enjoy they, the fruits of life and the beauty of life. And that's where we just ground out the beauty of life and the unknown and the sitting here at the Four Seasons with you two without ever even knowing this would happen. Where some people are still trying to live up and be something, even in the dating world. You are putting yourself out there and pretending to be something or satisfying something that doesn't even... Like, for me, I said it, I was trying to fill a void, but I got no fulfillment. So I had to, like, recognize that and pull back, but... But, but the, the key in that is, you identified it, though. But how do we help other people? Lesson. It's, it's doing this. It's talking about it. It's, exactly. it's having open dialogue because people are afraid to open themselves up and let people into their lives because they seem like they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Life isn't perfect. And it should never be. <clears throat> and it should never be. Nothing's Wild perfect. Wild the fuck out a little bit and do some crazy shit. Yeah, the imperfect balance of things is what makes life what it is. Um, and people just need to appreciate their journey, appreciate their life, and continue to move forward. I know, it's, you know it may seem hard, it may seem difficult, but... There, there are millions of others who are having those same experiences that are making the best out of it, you know? You just need to see the beauty out of it. And that's where I think the mind of the winner comes in because it's a book you can pull, it's a book that gives you that extra boost, and we live in a world where we don't recognize some of the worst things, where we sometimes try to find gratification off the social media and it's just not real, and we want you to be the best you. And that's why you should come out to San Jose tomorrow and hit this beer and business because, you know, I'm going to be there drinking the beer drive. <laughs> Me and Grace going to be running around. She's, She's going to be on the panel. Oh, yeah. Uber, Lyft, no driving. Um, but Grace will be on the panel. I, I don't even suggest it. Go to fucking Amazon and order The Mind of a Winner, Steve Canal. I will post that on the social media. I hope you pick up that book like you did Anaton's book and... Get a glimpse of the positive life and being happy and chasing your dreams and recognizing every experience is, is worth the experience. Yeah, you, you know, just to touch on that, you know, you know, I, I started to name all the people that were in the book, but it's not just about that. You know, it's about their story and their journey. Because when you talk about Barbara Corcoran, who's on Shark Tank now, who had the biggest real estate company in New York. New York City, which is almost impossible to do. She had 23 jobs before she started her real estate agency. 23 fucking jobs that she had. And she borrowed $1,000 from an ex-boyfriend to start her business. And she's a multi-multi-millionaire because she followed her passion and didn't give up after number 23 of getting fired. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's she continued like door to push, 500, and push and push until she got it. You know, Damon, myself, we're both dyslexic. One in five people are dyslexic. One in three entrepreneurs are dyslexic. Um, it's not the easiest thing to do, but we figured it out and we pushed through and we we took it and used it as an advantage, opposed to a disadvantage. I can sit back and be like, "Fuck." No, you for know, sure. it's not ADHD. You can't take a fucking pill for it. And I think that's a part of like your whole mindset, like is pushing through every adversity acknowledging it yeah because it's not it's 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 not a setback it's the next it's the stepping stone in a sense it's 
it's the experience that gets you to the next thing. You were dyslexic, but are, I'm sorry. But is that, that's not something you probably think about every day. Not at all, because I understood, I understood why when I was a child, I'd read through stories and I'd skip words and get to bigger words and try to figure out the point you know because of the dyslexia now I know to take my time and read it through and and I know how to I've adjusted to it right if I didn't acknowledge it and be like oh it's just I'm just fucking stupid then you know it'd been an issue then I would have never been able to push through and understand what it was that was setting me back to now it's an advantage because there are a lot of bright elements to it Okay. You know, Steve Jobs is fucking dyslexic. You know, like, people who people think is the god in Silicon Valley. You know, like, there's a lot of big, influential people, presidents, who are dyslexic. So it's not a disadvantage. It's no, understanding sure. what it is and taking the, 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 the bright aspects of it and, and making it a positive. So let's say any setback. A setback, to, which could be the smallest thing for you and I or Grace or the consultant. <laughs> How do you tell somebody to keep going? I mean, I'm talking small. I'm talking on the scale small. Something that some people just cannot push past because they have they don't weren't born with the tenacity or they haven't been shown hard work or they don't fucking know how to go fucking get that shit. What do you tell them? First and foremost is take a step back, take a deep breath and slow down and try to assess the situation. Try to understand and see why it happened or whatever it is that, that's a setback. Um, how it came about, how it could have potentially been avoided. Um, what is the lesson that you've learned from it? And what can you do to push past it now? What are some small steps that you can do to get out of the dark? Whether it's now aligning yourself with new people that it's have positive, different perspective. That have positive energy, that could potentially start to change your mindset. Um, watch different shows on TV. Listen to different music. You, you have to change. That was the affirmation. This like, is the four seasons, <laughs> and people are honking. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying. They're, they're agreeing with. You need to, you know, get some different tones and energy in your life. Yeah. You know, you can't do the same thing and expect different results. It's mention of ins insanity. They say you're crazy if you if you do that. So you need to make small adjustments. You don't need to make huge jumps initially. Small details is what makes a difference in you turning the corner and changing your perspective of life. And that starts with people. I tell you, like people, like you say, they're following this celebrity, following this person, and this energy, like. There are a lot of mental terrorists out there that are just polluting your brain, making you think that you should be thinking a certain way, you should be living a certain lifestyle, and that's not it. You need to live with what makes you happy, and it doesn't need to be what people are forcing you or telling you is what life should be. And I think we all have our different sense of fulfillment. We all have this thing that makes us rock a little bit different. So I think it's kind of grounding yourself out and taking Steve's advice and then really self-inflicting self-inflicting pain <laughs> no but looking at yourself and knowing what really makes you tick 
you have to understand that that person that you wake up and look at in the mirror every day, that's who you are. And if you don't like what you see, then you need to make some minor, small adjustments. And it can start with, you know, if you're big on social media, you know, if there's somebody who's very positive that you like, follow five more people that are similar to that person and delete five people who are mental terrorists. That's a big thing I've been doing. You know, make I've... adjustments and, you know, make that, that, make that, you know, they say blood transfusion, make that mind transfusion and start eliminating some of the toxins and replacing it with positive energy and see where it takes you. And I've been doing that, like, in a sense where I was following all these fucked up people who have, like, a million followers, but they post the most fucked up shit about dating. Like, I can't even say it out loud. And I've unfollowed them, and it's definitely taken a turn on me, but I want to take on a whole new different crowd. Like, I just can't. So, I think sticking true to yourself and, like, yeah, you just, you're a little bit happier and a little bit anything, and then you meet really cool people. Yeah. And you vibe out at the Four Seasons. Small steps. You know, if, if you're in a funk right now, if you're in a dark place, take small steps. Make small adjustments in your life and see where that takes you because it's going gonna, it's gonna to change your mindset. And I you think... You start to view things differently. Patience. We have Definitely to learn patience. that for sure because the Warriors just lost, and that's just really sad, but they're coming home. Um, I think patience is huge and I think instant gratification and all those things kind of run they're busting off some shit like they won the finals get out of here well I appreciate you coming out here to the Silicon Valley and spreading your knowledge and having a dope ass um, event that I look forward to and Grace going to be on the panel so I'm going to be there <laughs> And you can hit me in the DM for that. Any last words? <laughs> <laughs> you know I like those DMs. Thank you for your feedback. Yeah, just, you know, appreciate life. Understand that it takes patience. It, it takes you understanding your purpose and having a passion behind it to push forward and push through so you can achieve your goals. So um, just wake up and try to smile every day. You know, look in the mirror, smile at yourself, love yourself. And know that it's going to be all right. You know, um, life isn't easy. You know, it, it takes work. Um, and again, you can't Google it. You got to actually put in the work to get the experience, to put yourself in a position to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So you only live once. Why not be great? And I totally appreciate every word because it grounded me out a little bit this last week to achieve my greatness. Achieve it. So thank you. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Grace, tell us about your restaurant and where to find you. <laughs> I got people in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Uh, the most recent one that opened yesterday is inside Pond City Market. It's called Drafts and Dogs. So we have craft cocktails on draft and gourmet hot dogs. Uh, we have a speakeasy opening up on the Beltline uh, in the next 30 days. So look out for that. And just yeah, if you if you look me up, you won't ever come to Atlanta without a friend. So I'll yeah, show you a good time. and I'll I'll uh, tag her on Instagram so you can find her. Be sure to follow her. Be sure to follow Steve. Be sure to buy the book and be sure to pray for me a lot and the Warriors. Have a good night. <laughs> good Go night. Warriors.